In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the fourth Sunday of the month of Amshir, and just as a quick trivia, um, it's very rare actually to have a fourth Sunday of Amshir, because this year the Great Fast um, starts so late, um, we actually have one. Um, I think this might be the first time we have a fourth Sunday of Amshir in at least uh, eight years or so. Um, so the reading today uh, is about the story of Zacchaeus, which maybe we're familiar with, where Zacchaeus, the chief tax, tax collector, when he hears about the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, desires to see him. But because um, he is short and that there are many people in the crowd, he is not able to see him so it says so he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him for he was going to pass that way and the Lord seeing uh, his desire um, and and his his efforts that he put um, he he actually paid attention to Zacchaeus and he called out to him and spoke with him and told him today I'm going to um, dine with you in your house and we see many stories um, in the Bible where the Lord gives special attention to a specific person. Um, in this case, again, there was a crowd of people. There were many, many people all around. And yet Zacchaeus was the only one who he spoke to individually. It's not to say that the Lord didn't care about all of the people. But why is it that this man specifically, the Lord called out to him? She, Zacchaeus was not the one who initiated the contact with Christ. Um, Christ is the one who, seeing the, what Zacchaeus had done, called out to Zacchaeus, um, and, and then we read the story of, of, of um, the scripture for today. Um, so we can ask the question is, what made Zacchaeus different? What made it so that the Lord would actually reach out to him? And what about some of these other examples that we're going to speak about also? Sometimes we feel like we are lost in the crowd and that Christ does not heed us or does not know us, and we are just one person out of many. But these stories tell us that, that no, the Lord pays attention to each person. Um, and, and we can try to understand what made these people be the ones specifically that the Lord reached out to. The first reason that Christ would give special attention to an individual in the midst of a crowd is because they show great love. We see this example in the story of the paralyzed man who was lowered by his four friends from the roof of the house to see Christ. Again, the, the house was filled with people. Um, and so many people that the people that, that the four friends could not bring their paralyzed friend even in to the house in order to see the Lord. And yet, having seen this sight, seeing this house that is full of people with the Lord inside, the friends didn't say, you know what, we, we, we don't have an opportunity. We don't have a chance. There's no way for us to actually bring him into the house. We tried our best. We did what we could do, but uh, it didn't work. So we're going to go home and maybe we'll try again a different day. Actually, they were so persistent in wanting to bring their friend to Christ, and they had such a great love for him that they decided to go up to the roof and to lower him from the roof, which is maybe something that some people would consider even obnoxious to be done. Um, and yet this is what, what, what they decided to do. This is how much they loved their friend, and they wanted him to be healed. It says, and when they could not come near him because of the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was. So when they had broken through, they let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying. So these friends showed such a great love to their friend, bringing, it, bringing him to Christ. And maybe Christ, seeing their love for him, chose to stop everything that he was doing, to pay attention to this man and to heal him, to first forgive his sins and to heal him spiritually, and then to, to heal his, his body and allow him to, to rise up and, and to walk uh, again. And so this is very special attention. 
that Christ gave. You know, there could have been many other people there at the time in that crowd that had other infirmities, that had other sicknesses, that had other problems, that had people who had died that, got, that they wanted Christ to raise from the dead, or people who were sick that they wanted Christ to heal them, or maybe they themselves were sick. And yet we don't see Christ doing any other miracle at that time except with this man, this one man who his friends brought and showed this great love. They, um, they're the ones who received what it is that they were seeking. Um, the second reason that Christ maybe pays attention to individuals is because of their extreme need. Maybe certain people have such a need, um, such a, a difficult uh, situation, that it actually God allowed for a reason, maybe for him to be glorified in it, maybe for the people to learn some kind of lesson or us who are reading the story to learn a lesson. But they had such an extreme need that Christ chose to act. Um, we read about the, the widow uh, whose son had died in Luke chapter 7. It says, And a large crowd from the city was with her. When the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, Do not weep. Then he came and touched the open coffin, and those who carried him stood still. And he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. So, who, so he who was dead sat up and began to speak and presented him to his mother. Would there not have been many other people that same day who had died, other people who also were in funeral processions, other people who were sad and suffering and mourning because of what is it that has happened to them? And yet for some reason, the Lord is there present at this time and he chooses to raise this son from the dead because he sees that the widow was in such a state and such a vulnerable and fragile state, not having anyone to support her. her and the Lord healed and raised her son from the dead. The woman had no one left, and so Christ had compassion on her. Now maybe we ask the question in ourselves, well, why is it that Christ doesn't have compassion on me when he sees me that I'm in such a state, in such a difficult state, or in a lot of pain? And we don't understand the discernment of God or the wisdom of God. Why is it that he would do such a thing for one person versus another? But here definitely when it says Christ had compassion on her, it was because he saw truly her need. Like this was not just a frivolous request. This isn't something that uh, was, was, was something optional for her life. She really needed, she didn't have anyone to take care of her at all. And Christ having compassion on her um, chose to raise her son from the dead. So sometimes when, when God allows such a difficult trial, such a, a difficult challenge in our life, he does so because he wants to show us how, how he was able to work. When we read about the man who was born blind, and the apostles were asking Christ, who is it that sinned um, in order for the man to be born blind? He said, no one sinned, but this is so that God could be glorified through this man. And now, having the time have, has come for his healing, Christ healed the man so that he could see, and he was glorified in it. So there was an extreme need, and Christ worked to heal the person who had this extreme need, just as we see also in this example. Uh, the third reason why Christ might give special attention to a specific person is because of their great faith. A faith that transcends maybe the normal faith that, that we have, but really truly a faith where people believe that Christ can do anything. Um, and it doesn't matter how difficult it might seem, and it doesn't matter how hopeless it might seem, but truly believing that God is able to still work even in the most difficult situations. We see two examples of this. Um, the first one is the, the widow who had uh, uh, a flow of blood and, and, and this sickness that she has been sick for a long time. In her faith, she decided that she just wanted to touch the garment of Christ, not even to go and speak to him, but in the midst of the crowd, simply to touch his garment. And it says, when she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. 
to believe that only the touch of his clothes is enough, is sufficient for me to be healed. This woman had a great faith to believe and, and to, to be there in this place, to go and to find him after hearing about him and, and not even, not even say, saying to herself, I must have a conversation with him. I have to talk to him and tell him everything about my life or everything that's happening to me. No, just to touch, just to touch his garment is sufficient and I, will, and I will be healed. We see a similar story uh, about the healing of the servant of the centurion, the centurion who came to Christ. Um, it says, when Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him and turned around and said to the crowd that followed him, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. What faith did this centurion profess? It's because Christ, when he told him, I will come to your house to heal your servant, what is it that the centurion said? He said, no, you don't even need to come to my house. Just say the word and my servant will be healed. Can you imagine? that if you have a sick person in your house and Christ is there and he told you, I will come to your house to heal the person. He told him, no, I'm not even worthy that you would come to my house, but simply say the word and my servant will be healed. You don't even need to come to see him. What kind of great faith is this? Who of us could even do this? Um, we would be, yes, please come. And, 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 and we would think that actually Christ's coming is going to be the reason for the healing uh, of the servant. But actually here, no, the servant, the centurion said, you don't even need to come. I know that simply by a word, simply by a word here, without even going to touch him, without even going to see him, without knowing his name, without knowing anything about him, that, that he can be healed because you are God, you are the Pantocrator, you are, you, are, you are able to heal and to do anything at all. So in these two examples, these two people had such a great faith, maybe a faith greater than what we see in other examples. And actually when Christ saw um, even Gentiles who had such great faith, he praised them. And he said, I have not found such faith even in Israel, even among the people of God, the people who have received all of the prophecies, the people who have the scriptures, the people who should be the ones believing in me. I have not found such great faith among them, but I find great faith in these individuals who have professed it. So maybe another reason why Christ pays attention to certain people is because of the great faith that they have and they receive the answer to their prayers because they truly and sincerely believe that God is able to heal them and to grant their requests. Another reason that Christ might give special attention to certain individuals is the story that we read today about Zacchaeus um, because they have no fear of ridicule. They're willing to do anything at all and they're not afraid of what people might say about them. Um, they're not worried about the, you know, pleasing anyone. They're not worried about their image in front of anyone. All they care about is Christ. All they care about is, is believing and knowing that he, who he is and seeking from him their desire. We read today in the, in the scripture, and he sought to see who Jesus was, but he could not because of the crowd, for he was of short stature. So he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was going to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must stay at your house. This man, Zacchaeus, being you know, an adult, an older man, and a, and a man who was the chief tax collector, well known, he was making a fool out of himself um, by climbing the tree. Climbing the tree is not something that people would have expected such a man to do. This is something for young children to do, not a man of the stature of Zacchaeus. And yet, Zacchaeus, because he desired so much to see Christ, he was willing to do anything to see him. You know, sometimes we have the opposite um, attitude. Our, you know, when, when, when it comes time, for instance, to come to the church, we think to ourselves, you know what, I really am tired or, you know, I'm sleepy. Uh, I have no real desire to go. I'm busy doing other things. And so instead of having the opportunity to come and see Christ on the altar, we're going to do something else. 
right? Even though there is no ridicule, and even though it really costs us nothing to come, and Christ is offering himself to us freely, but we find ourselves many, many times maybe preferring to do other things rather than to come and to see Christ. And, and so, again, we see here the Lord was rewarding him because he was willing to do anything in order to see him. He had reached such a point where he wanted to see Christ, and this is why Christ, again, he initiated, and he told him, today I will come uh, to your house and I will stay at your house because he made himself a fool for the sake of Christ. Another reason um, that the Lord might give special attention to someone is because of their great patience, of how long they have suffered, how long that they have been asking and praying and persisting and asking God for their request. We read about a sick woman who was in the synagogue in Luke chapter 13. It says, Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bent over and could in no way raise herself up. But when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said to her, Woman, you are loose from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. So despite 18 years of being in this state of sickness, not able to, com to fully stand up, she was still worshiping. She was still coming to the synagogue. She was still wanting to have a relationship with God and practicing her faith. And the Lord seeing the sick woman there, even without being asked, nobody came to him and said, can you please heal this woman? The woman herself did not go to him and say, please heal me. But seeing, her, seeing who she was, seeing her persistence, seeking, seeing her patience, how she was continuing in her faith despite her sickness, her illness, the Lord chose to heal her. So again, sometimes we find ourselves in difficult situations that seem to last a very, very, very long time. But God is not ignorant of our patience. God is not ignorant of our struggles that seem to last forever in some cases. Um, he sees and he knows and he is, is compassionate on us. Even though we are struggling and we are suffering, he is compassionate and he wants us to keep praying and to keep worshiping and to keep struggling and that there is some benefit, there is some reward that is going to be given to us at the end of the struggle. So another reason that the Lord might give special attention to certain people is because they have been patient um, for so long. Another uh, reason why maybe God gives special attention to someone is because they continue to be persistent despite disappointment despite their <coughs> disappointment. In Mark chapter 9, we read about uh, a boy who was demon-possessed. It says, Then one of the crowd answered and said, Teacher, I brought you my son, who has a mute spirit, and wherever it seizes him, it throws him down. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. So I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out, but they could not. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to a deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. So um, this person um, who came to, uh, with their son to the apostles, they told them, please uh, help heal my son. But it says that they could not, right? It's, he says, so I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out, but they could not. So yet despite being disappointed, despite being upset, despite losing hope and giving up and saying, well, even the disciples were not able to heal my son, so I'm just going to give up. No, actually he persevered and he said, no, I'm going to still ask again and I'm going to come to Christ and I'm going to ask again. Maybe in our prayers we pray once and twice and three times and ten times and a hundred times 
Um, and even after this, we have not yet received what it is that we are seeking from him. Um, and we are tempted to give up, to say, you know what, there's no point in me asking because asking again, nothing is going to change. But Christ told us to be persistent and he showed us how to, how to be persistent. He gave us the example of the persistent widow. He tells us to pray without ceasing. He tells us to pray and not to lose hope. And so again, why is it that this specific person was healed? If, the, if, they had, if they had given up after the first attempt, after the disciples could not heal them, then they would have not gotten what they wanted, right? It's because they were persistent and continued and continued that they received in the end what it is that they sought. The last reason I want to speak about of why Christ gives maybe special attention to certain people is because of their boldness. There was a blind, blind man whose name was Bartimaeus, and we read about him in Mark chapter 10. It says, now they came to Jericho, as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then many warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. So this man, this blind man, knowing that the Lord was near, chose to cry out, asking for mercy, asking for healing. He believed that Christ could heal him. But all the people around him told him to be silent. He said, no, be quiet. You're making all kinds of noise. Why are you yelling? Why are you screaming? And yet the man was not embarrassed, and he continued to seek, and he continued to ask, and continued to yell out, seeking for healing from Christ. And then, because again of his persistence, because of his boldness, because he didn't just stay silent even when the people asked him to be silent, um, this, is, this is when in the end he received healing and, he, and Christ restored his sight again. So maybe part of the, the, what is it that we need to do in our prayers is to be more bold in our prayers, is to expect a response, to expect that God will answer and not again to give up quickly whenever we are told to be silent, whenever uh, we feel like um, God is not going to hear me, we continue, continue in boldness, asking for God um, to heal us or to grant us our petition. So we spoke about seven reasons why maybe Christ would paid special attention to certain individuals, even in the midst of a crowd, even while there were many other people around that somehow certain individuals received their, whatever they were asking for, while others did not. The first is um, the people who showed great love and great compassion. The second, those who had an extreme need and, and maybe struggled for a long time. The third is those who had a great faith and believed that Christ could do amazing things. The fourth, those who were not afraid of being ridiculed by other people. The fifth, people who had been patient and waited for a long time in order to be healed. The sixth, those who were persistent despite having received several disappointments um, in the past. And then finally, those who were bold and did not remain silent even when they were told to be so. So may, may God grant us this boldness and grant us um, this faith and grant us this patience and all these qualities so that when we turn to him and we seek from him our desire, what it is that we want, that the Lord will have mercy on us and grant us our requests and glory be to God forever. Amen.